0: To the Vessels Podcast, we are live in the Lions Den. My name is Jeremy, and sitting right next to me is the one and only right-handed man partner, Christian Beatty. Thank middle you. name James. James. Sitting adjacent from me, we have the one and only Connor Medea. Middle name Michael. And then we have, they have of course, the same middle name. We do indeed. It's the uh, it's Greek for legend. Wait for it.
1: Dairy. Dairy. Dairy.
0: And then sitting across from me is the one and only. Allie, champion, middle name,
2: world,
1: yep.
0: and uh, this is the Vessels Podcast brought to you by Ask Us Why Christian Apparel, and on this podcast, we just aim to talk about relevant topics and present ourselves as Vessels by sharing the information, wisdom, and knowledge and experience that we have received in our lives with you guys. And uh, I usually like to get a read on the room before we get things going, so just want to... Go around real quick and just ask how uh, everyone's doing. Christian, how you doing today? You can skip me. All right. Connor, how you doing today? <laughs> uh, pass. Okay. Allie, how you doing today?
3: I'm okay. Connor won't give me coffee and it's National Coffee Day, so that brings me down what? to like a four.
0: Really?
4: Yeah. Wow. 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 <laughs> I was doing
0: that yesterday with Levi. We were just doing like Owen Wilson wows, just trying to get the best one. Wow. That was good. <laughs> well, anyways, um... Sorry to hear about that, Allie. <laughs> it's
2: okay. She brings this up. It's like three p.m. Just, just first, it's not like first world problems up at over like here, everyone. Seven thirty in the morning, when people usually drink coffee. She's like, "Babe, we need to go get coffee." I'm like, "No, we're gonna be late to the podcast." She's like, "But, it's coffee day." And I'm like, "Why didn't you get coffee earlier when most people drink coffee?" She's like, "Well, I didn't do it." <laughs>
3: And he was like, we're going to be late. And I said, we're going to be late either way. Why don't we get coffee and be late? (laughs) And then he didn't do it.
0: Then he didn't do it. He didn't do it. It's a shame. Um, Remy, how you doing? Yeah, guys, I'm doing great. Really, really excited. Good things are going on with Ask Us Why. Growth.
1: Hmm.
0: Opportunities. um, All that kind of good stuff. So, it's a good day. But also, because... Uh, the weather is starting to go down, Ugh. and it's been amazing these past few days. So I've had the garage open while I'm making shirts, and it's amazing. So, God is good. So 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 good. He's not as good in the summer because it's hot. I'm just kidding, <laughs> but no, it's amazing. Uh, let's circle back. That Christian. was
2: heresy. <laughs> Do not
0: we condemn whatever I hold words. to that theological view.
1: <laughs>
4: Uh,
0: Christian, actually share what's going on, bro.
4: Um, yeah, just, uh, work, school. It's like, oh my gosh, my brain. You know, how do I figure out time, schedule, everything. Going to the Quinn concert.
1: Friday. <gasps> my dad's coming to town.
4: I just made Saturday two morning.
0: cups of coffee. I didn't, National coffee day.
3: Cause Connor didn't coffee. not
4: here to drink them now. So yeah, there's just a lot going on. <laughs> so time management.
0: Fun fact. I knew who Quinn was before Quinn was Quinn. What's his name? Michael or No, it's 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 Quinn. <laughs> oh. I'm just kidding. But I found him on SoundCloud a long time before he like started popping up on like Shopify or I always get this mixed up. Spotify. Um and that was because my cousin found him. And uh ever since then I've loved his stuff. It's pretty great. Pretty sweet. Uh, uh why are we spreading secrets over there?
4: Hey, what are you guys talking about? Yeah, what's going on?
2: It's my favorite thing to do.
0: Okay, well, um I elaborate. Was just,
3: I was just too lazy to Say it loudly, so I whispered it.
0: No, I think it's because for the last like 20 minutes, Ali has been interrupting (laughs) all of us on this podcast. But fun fact, this is like our fourth take of the podcast. (laughs) One time uh, it was because apparently this camera was recording in slow motion. (laughs) The whole time. So uh, the, car- the card filled up very, very fast. Uh, and then another time was because we spent 10 minutes talking about things that we didn't think were worth your time. So we decided. Time.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you thought we were going to let you get
0: away with that one. I was trying to just keep talking, but I knew it was coming. Oh, man. Um, and yeah, now we're back at it. And uh, yeah, uh, guys, it's like fall season now a uh, stock cold brew guys get over it stock cold brew has a pumpkin creamed okay. cold brew out which is currently in my cup cuz it's tradition you have to have coffee when you're on set you just got to make it happen you know what i'm saying like go the lengths to us. make it happen don't don't wait on anybody else to do something for you if you want it go and get it why because oh oh snap hands are about to be thrown <laughs> why cuz i think that there's something super valuable about not being lazy
3: oh that was good
0: (laughs) oh snap we talking about laziness today is it a sin yes or no
2: never never ever for never
4: ever
0: i'm asking a question i'm pointing to all of you guys each give me an answer yes or no is laziness a sin
4: what sort of laziness?
0: Lazy, what what does mean, la- what is sort laziness? of laziness? <laughs> what is laziness? <laughs> Good laziness? Rise? There's great laziness, and there's bad laziness. Yeah, I can be yeah. bad at being lazy. Yeah. Laziness.
4: Well, how do I know if I'm being lazy?
0: Well, I guess that, that would have to be a discussion in the podcast, but do you think that laziness is a sin? Do you think there's a form of laziness that isn't a sin?
4: Man, that's kind of tough.
0: Connor, is I laziness think, a sin?
4: I think... Just because it's tough doesn't mean I'm not answering.
0: (laughs) Well, you're doing the whole circle thing
4: again. (laughs) I think... Oh, yeah. I think that it is.
2: (laughs) I think, therefore I am.
0: (laughs) I'm thinking. I'm thinking. You guys remember that from Night at the the Museum? museum? The thinking stone that's like the statue. The bubblegum one? Yeah, he's like, I'm thinking... Uh, that's anyways, me, cause, Connor, because I'm so slow. Connor, is laziness a sin?
2: <laughs> Indubitably,
0: Allie is laziness a sin? Yeah, yeah, and I will concur. I believe that I mean, it is,
2: and- but like, not for me, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's right, you're within without, uh, you're on the outside of the confines of what it means for someone that's lazy and is as a sin. Um, yeah, I agree. Laziness is a sin. Do you agree now because of consensus, groupthink? Among this, <laughs> no.
4: So I, so I did say that it was, but I think sometimes I use the word out of context or not properly. Like mm. oh, I'm yeah. just being lazy, when really like I was exhausted, or <clears throat> it's not a priority in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So I just use the term pretty frequently without like its true meaning, which it's why I was kind of like, kind yeah, of depends, you know.
0: Yeah, I get you. Don't... Uh, yeah, when you're talking, you got to talk into the microphone so you can hear it. Come on, is
2: this like your first time, bro? First time.
0: It's all good, bro. It's, it's all good mic angle. Uh, why, why do you guys think we're so lazy? Like, do you guys think that like this generation is like the laziest generation so far?
3: Indubitably. Here's
2: what I think about that. I don't oh. think so. I think that most of the time, the previous generation thinks the newest generation is like the worst ever. And I think that happens literally every every generation.
0: It's because it's true. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but like there's always stuff where they're like, man, this generation struggles with this and this and this and this and this so much more than we did. And it's like, okay, that could like obviously there's changes in, you know, different statistics and things that are true. But I think we're just so easy to just throw struggles and things that are happening on other people and forget like all the stuff that our generation struggled with. So I think there's more opportunities for this generation to be lazy, Mm. but I wouldn't say that like one particular generation is more lazy than the other.
1: Okay.
4: Yeah. I I think that's like saying that this generation is just inherently more sinful than the previous generation, Mm. which I don't think it's true at all. If anything, like sin has, through like poor parenting, through the invention of social media, different things, has become easier through the world to like conform to worldly patterns that are sinful because of our access to it um, and stuff like that. And I also actually thought about this the other day like, what are the causes that society is driving us to fight against and fight for? And, like, our generation, like, it's like global warming. People are like, does that exist? It's like get vaccinated. It's, I mean, what are, what are like, the big things that society's driving for? It's like, where are the 20-year-olds? Where are they, like, making a difference? And, you know, it's like, what are those causes? They're just, I can't even think of any on the top of my head. That's like, you know. That's like what? Like a big movement where we're, like impacting things and making great changes like we're just fighting against the things that we grew up with we don't don't even have things to fight against that are like i don't know more prevalent than that that makes sense yeah like like um i don't know i just think of like suffrage or like jim crow laws and like those generations were fighting against like serious injustice in their time and our generation is like Let's, I don't know, let's try not to be on social media as much because it's sucking away our time, <laughs> you know? You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that I, make sense? Yeah. <clears throat> I, well, I mean, like, I think today, like, a really
0: massive one is human trafficking. So, mm. that would be probably one that, like, a lot of people are combating against. Yeah. Uh, so, that would kind of be, I think, like, today's day and age one, but... Again, like I think that our bubble of America is different from the world Mm -hmm. because all those other things that you mentioned are just like America's issues. Um, Like there are so many countries that still have slavery, that still have like oppression from their government, Mm -hmm. like in extreme ways. Like right now it looks like Australia is going through like some serious oppression from their government. Yeah, totally. Because people won't wear masks, and so they're like, you're watching videos of like police officers literally assaulting civilians because they're like, I don't want to wear this mask. And that's pretty extreme. When you have to turn to violence for that kind of stuff, and like, it's a sure sign of things like communism and socialism, um, which ultimately does like impact our freedoms and stuff. So, uh, yeah, I would say that this generation definitely faces the threats of those kind of ideologies because those ultimately take away our freedoms, especially our religious freedoms. So, living in a con- like a country like China with communism makes it super, super hard for people to like live freely in their faith for Jesus. And so I think in America, our biggest struggle is just trying to protect what we have versus like trying to get rid of something. Um, obviously like we could talk about like the whole social justice movement that seems to be like apparently like the most prevalent issue in society today, which yeah I strongly disagree with. But um, like there's, <clears throat> there's definitely a lot of different movements that people are starting uh, but I think that the the biggest thing is that like we're at least from like a, a more conservative standpoint, it's like we're just trying to protect our freedoms. Like we're not trying to let other countries take over or certain ideologies of like government structure, like take over the things that like this country was founded on. So that's how it ends that. But I think that's kind of getting rabbit trailed away from it. But I want to go back to like why we're lazy. Like what are some reasons why you guys think that are because I Sure, every generation has a reason why it's lazy, but like why is our generation lazy? Like what ways in what ways are we lazy? And well, what is influencing it?
2: I think first of all, like I think it's specifically who we're talking to, like with most of our podcasts, is a Christian audience, right? So right. it's like we can't expect, you know, people who aren't held to the standard of of Christ, who aren't Christians, to do anything other than be lazy or do these other things that we've talked about. Yeah. And so like, do you guys think that laziness more directly is like a problem in Christian communities, like in Christians lives in Christian life? (laughs) Like, I don't think it necessarily matters. Like, obviously it matters as a whole, like to society in general, because then it like, we're more susceptible to it in some ways, but like it, it matters more. If like Christians are struggling with it.
0: I absolutely believe that we have a lot of laziness within the, like the Christian community. So I will be the first to say that.
3: Okay. I don't know if this is a hot take or not, but I think a lot of laziness from like a Christian standpoint, like Connor and I were kind of talking about this in the car stems from, um, not wanting to hurt other people's feelings. Like I think there is a lot of things that go on in this world that shouldn't that people have like Jeremiah 29 11 in their bios or like wear cross necklaces or like wear the name of Christ on. And like, we're not calling them out and like, we're not making a difference in that way. And I feel like that is laziness that is straight up just allowing a sin to happen and not doing anything about it. Mm. Um, and I feel like that in my opinion is like where I see the most laziness, even in my own life of like my friends wearing outfits or doing, going to clubs, like doing things that I'm like, Oh, like, it's like, I should be saying something, but I'm afraid of hurting feelings. And so that's where I struggle with laziness is like, I'm too lazy. I'm like, meh. like, I just kind of sit there and I'm like, well, at the end of the day, you know, but that's just my opinion on
0: that. Yeah. <clears throat> I feel like that's, I, I think a different form of laziness than I think that we're, I think more focused on. Cause I think, I think what we're talking about is just overall life, like, dis, like choices and decisions. Cause we live in a society that like parents are raising their kids, giving them everything that they've wanted. Like I see kids with like cell phones that are nicer than mine that are like seven years old. Why do, why do they need that? Why do they need a phone at seven years old? But how For what is purpose? that
3: laziness?
0: It's entitlement. And what happens is that when they face hard things in life, they give up really easily because it's hard and they're not passionate about it. And like, I'm not naturally good at this, so it must not be good for me. And like, I shouldn't do this because I'm not naturally inclined or skilled at these things. Literally less than 1% of all people in the entire world are naturally gifted and skilled at something. That's the Picassos, the Da Vinci's, the Einstein's, that's the, you know, the Bill Gates, like those kind of people that are extraordinary in their abilities but the rest that the, the ninety nine point like nine five percent of people in the world have to work hard for whatever they want to do
3: so entitlement leads to laziness
0: absolutely okay because we think that like we should just be handed everything we grow up being told yes by our parents all the time. They give us the car that we want. They put us in the school we want. They give us the things that we want. And so as we constantly receive those things, we just get into this lifestyle habit of thinking that like life is going to give us everything we want. So then when we grow up into the real world and you get denied a job or you, know, <clears throat> you have bills that you have to pay or you have a boss that you don't like, all of a sudden the world comes crumbling down because we think that Like we deserve better and like this is so hard and I'm just going to quit my job because I don't like my boss and then we try to find a job that we do like and then we bounce around from job to job to job because we keep trying to go for something that's going to feed us what we want versus like realizing that you have to have grit in this world and you have to actually work hard at things. But like I think that because of this generation that's growing up being given everything from like... Never being told no, and like especially nowadays with work, it seems like everyone just wants to to do drop shipping. That everyone just wants to be a part of some kind of workforce where you don't have to work. You can work from home. You can be lazy. You can have like we literally live on a structure of society where our goal is laziness, retirement. Literally, our goal like for the, for the majority of Americans, our goal is we hope to be financially stable enough in our life at some point to be able to not have to work and do nothing. Let me ask you guys a question then is work a curse?
2: Um, I believe work is a good thing. Like having dominion, like over the garden, like Adam and Eve, Yeah. like that is technically still work, Mm -hmm. but like God made it hard, like work that is hard. Yeah. Uh, after the fall of man, Mm -hmm. um, like, now, after after the fall of man, like, we think of work as a bad thing or something that we don't want to do. Um, and I think before the fall of man, like, when God gave Adam and Eve dominion over the garden, like, that was a good thing. That was something they wanted to do. It was something that was fulfilling to them. And I think yeah. that mindset switched because now we we think of work as, as something that we don't want to do. It's something that, that we think is almost, like, hard and sinful and... Um, I think that that came from from Genesis 3
0: yeah no it's 100% on the dot like work was created before the fall of man like work is not a curse on us that like we have and then when we go to heaven like work won't exist anymore like we will work in the new earth like we will have like jobs that we will have to do like that's just scripturally based Um, so I think that yeah that's that's a huge point is that we don't think about that and so we usually think of work as a curse and then we're trying to get out of it and so some people you know, landed jobs they don't like. And so they think that because the job is hard that they shouldn't be in it. And so they kind of give up on it, they leave it. Um, but the overall goal is to get away from work. But that's not biblical by any means. Like scripture has never ever talked about the idea of retirement. Like that's an Americanized idea of just growing, getting to a point where you're financially stable enough to not need it anymore, you know? Um, but yeah, I gosh, I there's so many reasons for why we're lazy. But I think that ultimately it's because we lack discipline and we grow up in a culture that doesn't teach it. Why? Because if like we actually have a society that's working hard and like doing the work that's necessary to achieve high results for the things that ultimately brings God glory. Like the, like scripture all over talks about working hard for the Lord because it brings him glory. And I think it's Titus 2.10 that talks about like working hard so that the teachings of Jesus may be attractive to others. And so uh, like we, we grow up thinking The opposite of how work is and we think that it's all about like curse and bad and I shouldn't be in this versus that it's good it's something that we should do and that life's going to be hard and like if society can continue to tell us not to work hard because there's obviously like the motivational speakers and like the you know the guys that are out there trying to tell you to like work hard and go after your things and and all that kind of stuff but like the majority of the world doesn't care about your success. they It really does not. And it could not care about you working hard or not because they're like, cool, you can take the middle or you can take the low wage, you know, minimum wage jobs at McDonald's for us because someone's got to take our order anyways. Like the world's not going to care about the majority of us and like our work that we do, but like God cares about our actions and what we choose to do. And so like the world does things that presents opportunities and the enemy, obviously wants to distract us more than anything in the world from bringing God glory and giving him like, um, our worship. And so if we can give almost, we always, we always use the word like idolatry as if like, you know, cause we prioritize something more than God. But I think in this sense, we think of, uh, like laziness as just like an excuse, but it's not, uh, the same as like idolatry where you're trying to worship something else. But what mm. we're saying like is, Oh, I worship, you know, netflix because i watch more netflix and so i got to stop watching, we're like watching netflix because i worship netflix and i need to start worshiping god more but we're not handling the fact that like there's a certain aspect in most of these cases i think about laziness if that kind of makes sense because it's i think one misconception that we have is we think that laziness is a lack of desire for the other thing like let's say your goal is you want to be fit you want to eat healthy you want to go to the gym and so you have that desire and we think that laziness is like that lack of that desire because we're like oh like i just i don't have that motivation to go to the gym today i would way rather just sleep in hit the snooze button a few times or i would way rather watch this netflix show or watch this youtube video or whatever those things are but in all reality what laziness is is that we have a bigger desire or a stronger desire for those things than we do that thing it's not just a lack of a desire for that it's having to face the realization that you prioritize and you desire those things more than others. Does that make sense? So my next question for you guys then is what are some of the costs for our laziness? Like what does laziness cost us in this world?
2: I think, I think first, first of all, it's important to talk about how I don't think laziness like happens like just like just like an avalanche. Like it just happens. And then you're like, oh, I'm lazy. Like I just am a lazy person. Like I think it happens like in small doses in a way. Like you don't just become lazy one day and then you're not lazy the next day. Like I think it slowly is like a sin that creeps into your life and you choose that over obviously, you know, working for the Lord. Um, Like if you, let's say like I have a good routine. Let's say I have a good routine of going to the gym, um, reading my Bible before I go to work, all of these things that, you know, Give me life, um, like fulfill me, and all of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like one day I, I I choose to sleep in, and then I'm a lazy person. Like I think there's there's things where it's like, okay, that was a that was a weird day. Like it was something that I just obviously chose to do, but it's it's not like it's the end of the world. I think when it becomes a sin, when it becomes laziness, is when that stops convicting you to where it creeps into other parts of your life, um, to where you don't have a purpose to fulfill or you don't have a, 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 you don't have the strength to fulfill the purpose that God has on your life. And so when laziness is really dangerous is when it starts creeping into your your like ultimate purpose, which is to know God and make God known. And so there's always going to be days where you just don't feel like doing things. Where you don't feel like getting up to go to the gym, uh, you don't feel like reading your Bible, which is obviously you should still do those things. But I think <clears throat> the bigger foundational problem with laziness is when we let that creep into um, as Christians, like what our ultimate purpose is in this life.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, a couple things. One, I will say though that um, almost in like a, I don't, wanna, I don't know if it's like a counter, but. Like, I would say that, like, it's still a sin regardless. Like, there's no excuse to say, like, oh, well, if it's only a one-day thing, it's not a sin. But if it's a multiple-day thing, like, then it's a sin. Like, there's no scale for that. So, ultimately, like, it's just a reflection, again, of, like, our, our flesh. Like, we're constantly, like, battling against this flesh and this spirit about you know our desires like we're we're constantly having to uh battle those things because that's what our natural selves wants to do like we want to be lazy we want to do nothing we want to be spoon fed everything especially like i was saying like this new like this new generation is really being taught like just to be handed things because i see i see all the time with parents because i my mom had a childcare business that she ran for for i think like 15 years and i was working for her for a while and all the time i would have kids that come in that we had like this one kid specifically that had a tablet that they had and they were always watching something on it. And we had, we have a rule with us. It's like, Hey, we're going to play with toys. We're going to like dress up in costumes. We'll color, we'll do all these things, but we're not going to have like technology. Like that's not going to be our thing because we don't want the kids just all on their phones or watching YouTube videos a whole day. It's like, no, be present, be a kid. And we had this one kid where he, if you tried to take his, his thing from him, he wouldn't stop screaming. He, he would absolutely throw a massive fit. So we would give him the, the, uh, the thing back so that he wouldn't keep screaming nonstop. And I, I'm, not, I'm not even joking you. He would scream for like an hour straight and he would still have energy to keep screaming. Like it, it was ridiculous. So we would give him his scream back, but then uh, he has separation anxiety because he has always been by his parents' side the entire time, so we would have to put him in the stroller that he would always be pushed around with while he's playing his video game on his little iPad device and walk him up and down the hall just to keep him from crying. Like, that's just one example of so many examples of the kids I'm seeing being raised in this next generation that are like, just give the kid the phone. You don't want him to cry in the store. Give him a tablet. Let him watch a movie or a TV show. Like, kids are constantly being consumed by technology nowadays that, like, they're being told that when they cry or when they whine, they're always going to get their way. I, I grew up in a household, luckily and thankfully, and blessed, um, like, I was blessed enough to be raised in a house where my parents told me no a lot like, all the time, I'd be like, hey, can I go hang out with my friends? She'd be like, no. i am like, why? She's like, I just said no. No is a complete sentence. Did your parents ever say that? No is a complete sentence? Do you guys ever grow up with that?
1: Mm-mm.
0: No? Really? Well, I did. That's what my mom said. Uh, maybe some of you out there have had that happen, or that's how you were raised, too. But my mom always would just say no is a complete sentence. And because I was told no, it built that resilience in me to learn to be okay with being told no. And in certain circumstances, whether to accept that, no, or to fight against it or to move past it. And so it was when I was early into like my, like, I would say like, you know, eight to 12 years old, my parents wouldn't buy me anything anymore. So I had to work for it. So I used to have to make flyers and I would give them to all the neighbors and be like, Hey, like, I'm going to, I will mow lawns for 20 bucks. Like I'll pull weeds. I'll scoop, you know dog poop like all that kind of stuff and i would have to work for whatever one I, I remember i went to buy the new ipod nano the uh you guys remember the one that was like a square i remember going to costco and i lived in oregon so there was no sales tax but i had gotten paid in ones for all my jobs so i remember walking into costco to buy this ipod with like a thick stack of ones it was like 150 ones and the look on the cashier's face was just so upset she's like i have to count every single one of these for you but in my mind i'm like dude reward like i worked hard for this whatever um but like there would be people that told me, no, like I'm not going to have you like do your work for me and stuff like that. And so like that helped me build resilience learning that like, just because someone rejects you or you get, you know, told no in life doesn't mean you to throw a fit. Doesn't mean you get to, to quit on things. Doesn't mean you get to get lazy and make excuses for stuff like, like there, there is a call on our life to have like grit and to persevere when trouble comes and to work hard with whatever we do. Uh, Proverbs 26, verses 13 through 16. I've been hearing a lot from sermons I've been listening to about this and um, just want to read it real quick because I think it's super awesome. It says in verse 13, the sluggard says, there is a lion in the road. There is a lion in the streets. As a door turns on its hinges, so does a sluggard on his bed. The sluggard buries his hand in the dish and it wears him out to bring it back to his mouth. So the first part of that verse, verse 13 there's a lion in the road is basically saying that like there's always going to be an excuse, but like the lazy person makes an excuse for everything to try and get out of everything they possibly can. And here's a key key, uh, uh, thing to, to remember or to take away just because you are busy doesn't mean that you're not lazy. I'm gonna say that again. Just because you are busy doesn't mean that you're not lazy because Following right after it, in verse 14, it says, As a door turns on its hinges, so does a sluggard on his bed. What does a door do?
4: It opens and closes.
0: Exactly. But it doesn't go anywhere. A door is constantly moving, but it's not going anywhere. And so, a lot of the times, I think that another form of laziness comes from the... Uh, like desire to start a bunch of projects, but then never finish any of them. And that's another form of laziness. Like there's a lot of forms of laziness, but like that's another huge one. It's like, if you're someone that starts a bunch of projects and you never finish any of them, it's a sure sign of laziness because you're never able to commit to something. I think that it goes to show. I think
4: laziness is different than commitment.
0: Why do you think that?
4: Because people have ideas all the time, start them and don't finish them because they come up with something different. That doesn't mean they're lazy. They start putting in work to do the other things.
0: Well, I mean, that's given that like they go into those other things. But just because you start up an idea and you start another idea and don't finish the other idea, like you would have to you would have to make the argument that they finished that next idea to prove that like it wasn't a matter of laziness, that
4: it was a matter of like priority and that like they had a better idea that they wanted to pursue. So the outcome determines whether something is laziness or not?
0: No, what I'm saying is that if a person is constantly starting something new and can never finish something. That's laziness. Does that make sense? Starts at a uh, job, quits because they don't like it. Gets another job, Yeah, so quits. because
4: they don't like it, then yes. Yeah. It that could because that's laziness. They, but yeah. just because you start something new doesn't mean you're lazy.
0: So you would defend people that just start a bunch of ideas but it can
4: never finish one? Mm, it depends on the ideas. It depends on why they're doing them.
0: Okay. Anyways. Um, (laughs) I would make the argument that it is laziness. And, like, obviously... Well,
3: that's what's hard, isn't it? We all have different ideas of what... Like, I just told you what I thought laziness was. And you said, that's not what we're talking about. But Christian started it by saying, isn't there a lot of different ideas of laziness? You said, no. Then you just said, and then this is a form of laziness. So there's different forms. Everyone thinks differently about what laziness is. We all have different ways that we define laziness. That's why it's hard.
0: So we need to define what laziness is. Pretty
3: much. So...
0: (laughs) Sorry, I. that's my fault for thinking that we were on the same page with what laziness meant. I'm thinking in a very general statement of just like the lack of like hard work ethic. Right. So you can I mean, work
4: hard at one project and then move on to another and work hard on that one but not finish it. Do you think that's giving glory to God but if you I can't see commit what, to finishing something? I see both
3: sides because I see what Remy meant by yeah. like... And I
4: see what Remy's saying. Yeah. I'm playing devil's advocate because right. mm-hmm. I'm trying to get at like, what does it really mean to be lazy? lack
3: of commitment can be laziness because in Remy's point, right? Like he's totally. married. That's a commitment. You know what I'm saying? And if he decided, well, I'm not going to do that, that is laziness and that is a sin. You can't stop being committed to your wife. So I get the commitment, like not having commitment to something and giving up.
0: So if you did not know, the Vessels podcast is a part of the Christian apparel company, Ask Us Why. And if you guys are new and you've never discovered us before, we highly encourage you to check us out. And you can either see us on our website at askuswhy.org or you can check us out on social media at Ask Us Why with two whys. And instead of running ads with our podcast for other companies and trying to promote them, uh, we figured that this would just be a time to share what we do as a company and encourage you that if you want to support us and help us continue doing what we do with this podcast, the best way to do that is for you to check out our apparel and snack something on there because all the proceeds that we receive from that goes towards the vision of this ministry, which is so much bigger than apparel line. And so if you guys want to, we just released a brand new collection, Collection 5 Roots. that has got five different shirts all in fun colors that are some pretty cool conversation starter shirts. We got ones about ask me about Jesus. Let me tell you a story. uh, Let's grow the kingdom together. Ask me for some good news uh, and ask me why. So those are our five different shirts. And if you guys would be so cool as to check us out and just give us a look on our shop, uh, it would mean the world to us because your support is what continues to help us do what we do. With that being said, we'll jump back into the episode. Definition from dictionary.com says averse or disin- disinclined to work activity or exertion. Uh, second definition causing idleness or indolence, uh, or slow moving and sluggish mm. general ideas of just like, like not wanting to work, not wanting to work hard at what you okay. do. Just mm-hmm. overall lazy behavior, like sleeping in all the time, hitting the snooze buzzin- button, <laughs> Buzzing. Doesn't doesn't want to get up for the day, doesn't want to like pursue excellence in the things that they do. They half heartedly do the things that they do. Because
3: they want hand it handed to
2: them. Right. I think I think this is helpful that we're doing this right now. I think that's important. The that pursuing excellence, like doing everything for the glory of God. Like whether you eat or drink, do everything for the glory of God. Mm-hmm. And knowing that like uh, oh my gosh, what is it? Ephesians five or Colossians three? Colossians three, twenty three. That says making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Yep. Uh, Ephesians 5, 16. But there's something else in Colossians 3. I don't remember what it is.
0: I'll read Colossians 3, 23. Whatever you
2: do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. Colossians 3, 23. But no, I do think that's important. Oh, yeah. Whatever
0: you do, work heartily for the Lord is not for men.
2: And, like, Christian, if we're talking about, like, how if somebody starts something and then, like, decides to start something else and not finish the other thing Mm -hmm. I think you're you're totally right like you're allowed to do that but I think if it's it's different like it is laziness if it's like I don't want to do this anymore because I don't feel like it
1: yeah
3: well and that's why I think that it need to be defined Mm -hmm. because Remy said job that wasn't first described so here's Christian the artistic like thinker that he is thinking well I've probably started a ton of different designs and not finished them because I got a different idea and that's why there was an issue. He's thinking job, which is true. Yeah, that you're yeah, you're just totally. lazy. But what he's thinking is think of Picasso. You think you just had? You know what I'm saying like you yeah. didn't have one well, good painting. I mean, and mean, it was over. I'm on
0: the same page. I like run through a million ideas. If I had a, if I had a right. dollar for every idea I've thrown a cushion and like partially started, I'd like, have a million dollars. He'd have a million dollars. <laughs> like we we'd be stoked. But yeah, there's a. I think that that's a great uh, explanation of the distinction between like yeah. why you stop the idea. Yeah. Is it because? you're just lazy and you just don't want to commit to finishing it? Or is it because you either received insight or wisdom or you're like, that's not worth my time. I need to prioritize these things because this is a better use of my time kind of thing. Yep. You know what and I'm saying?
4: I think that's, that's one of the things that's super difficult. I guess like regardless of laziness is yeah. like, cause it's so easy to be like, Oh, this is a good idea. I'm going to switch to this one. Like follow through is like another yeah. this huge part of, I mean, is that, is that in the same category of laziness? If you see another idea that you think is going to be more fruitful and not following through with that one. But you can do that your whole life and just say, oh, this will be more fruitful. This will be more fruitful. Yeah, you know? I think that's like it's like discernment because there. Because
2: if it's like, I think this will be more fruitful, more, like more glorifying to God in a way, mm-hmm. I think it's laziness. If it's this, like I don't feel like doing anymore, so I'm going to do something easier. Yep. I'm going to do something mm-hmm. that Yeah. It's not as hard as this thing.
0: Ultimately it comes back to the heart posture. So it's not a matter of the outcome or what you're trying to do. I think what it has to do with is with your heart. Like, Mm -hmm. are you committing to something, uh, and doing it for the excellence of God? And then all of a sudden a new idea comes up and you're like, all right, well, I think that this is where I need to move. I need to do this now instead, but you're still trying to bring God honor. And when you are doing it, you're doing it to the best of your ability. Mm -hmm. Like our responsibility, like no matter what job we have, like our job as Christians in that job is to work hard for the Lord and to live above average of what they expect of you. Like doesn't matter what you have. Like pursue excellence in those jobs. Like no matter what it is, like to be mediocre or to to underperform is not to lay witness to Christ for who He is. Like I'll pull up I'll pull up uh, Titus two ten real quick, just so you guys, just so it's not just Remy's opinion trying to tell you guys to do this, but this is what Scripture says it says, um, like bond servants are to be submissive to their own masters and everything they are to be well pleasing not argumentative not pilfering but showing all good faith so that in everything they may adorn the doctrine of god our savior basically like like our our responsibility is to live in a way that attracts people to christ right like our actions speak louder than words so often and like if people see that even if we hate our job, that we're going to serve and love them like Christ would and listen to what they ask of us and to like do those things and do them well, lays an even bigger witness than to someone who's just constantly waiting for something easier to come at them so they mm-hmm. don't have to work as hard. We live in a society that is all about easier. We want our packages to come overnight now. Like, we want instant gratification. We want those high-speed internet downloads where, like, now I'm seeing the updates for, like, new phones. And when they come out, and it's like, oh, or like our refresh speed is at, like, 0.00004%. It's, like, so much faster than before. And I'm like, I can't even tell the difference now because it's all so fast. But, like, we're growing in a society where we just want things handed to us and easier and easier. I
3: would say we like easier, but we also are busier. Because, like you said, like, busyness. um, mm-hmm like is bad too. But I think that's interesting because people go to church because they like to be busy. They like to have something to do. They, I've literally heard people say, well, if I get up and go to church, it'll jumpstart my day. Mm -hmm. That is literally saying, well, if I get up and wake up and have to like look good for church and sit there, then I'll actually get my homework done. They're not going and paying attention. They don't have that heart posture of, I want to go to get like fed the word of the Lord today. Yeah. They're going to jumpstart their day.
0: That's yeah. That's no bueno.
3: So again, like we want easier, but we also do busier.
4: Yeah, and I also think it's very interesting to think about laziness like preventative laziness, like um like with starting new projects. Um, like you have to be mindful. Like if someone's coming to me with a job and I just don't have the time for that, but I commit to it anyways, and I do a half hearted job across five things, then a full hearted job on one or two things, then in a sense that's also being lazy. Yeah. But you don't you don't think of that when you're like, oh, I'm going to work so hard. I'm going to get all these things done. I'm going to be fruitful in completing all these things. But the fruit is going to be a little bit sour. You know? Yep. So maybe maybe even the work ethic through all that isn't... It's not lazy because you're working really hard. Yeah. But I guess it's a laziness. I don't know if laziness is the right term, but it's a similar category where you're not being mindful yeah. of things that you're committing to. Well,
0: Proverbs 26, 16, that next verse I was going to read says the sluggard, uh, or sorry, 15, the sluggard buries his hand in the dish and it wears him out to bring it back to his mouth. Literally like <laughs> you're so tired that like you grab it, but you don't want to finish the remotes like, what you all the
2: way over there. I <laughs> don't want to get up and get it. Uh, That's
0: like me grabbing my cup of coffee and then being like, I'm too lazy to drink the Apple TV
4: remote. Like on the phone, s- bro. So, clutch. <laughs> so clutch,
0: straight up. But like yeah. that just speaks into to when we're talking about like starting something and never finishing something, yeah. like there is something so beautiful about commitment and following through with something and it brings God glory in that. But like if we're constantly never committing to something because we're too lazy to finish it, not because we had a change in heart or and something else came up and that we felt that it was more you know, beneficial for that. But like in the heart sense of mm-hmm. I am just, I don't want to do this. I'm going to make an excuse for it. I'm too tired. I'm too busy. I'm too worn out. I, I have this many things going on, whatever it is like, making excuses choosing not to do that that is when it's laziness that's when it's a sin and that's when we're not giving god glory for that yeah. i'm super passionate about this because i am a firm believer in that like laziness is the enemy of like like the biggest threat to us living up to the purpose that god has given us in life and that's one of the biggest costs that comes with laziness like god has put us on earth for a limited amount of time we don't know if we're going to go tomorrow next week 10 years, 20 years. We don't know how long we're on this earth for, but like we have limited time. The average person hits snooze on their phone for at least 15 minutes. If you add up 15 minutes for an entire year, that's four full days of just hitting the snooze for 15 minutes instead of choosing to get up on your first alarm. Like we waste so much time with consuming it on technology and like watching like YouTube videos And, and obviously like granted there's like educational aspects to these things and you could, you know, watch like educational stuff, documentaries, those kind of things. So it can be beneficial to some degree, but like, you you know what we're saying when we're talking about being lazy, watching some housewives show or something that's just to entertain us or something just to distract us and play video games. And like even choosing just to hang out with friends instead of like put in the time for work for stuff like it. Ultimately we waste so much of our time nowadays on other things that like we, we just forget the weight of the fact that like God like woke you up today. That's a blessing in and of itself. Like I thank God every day cause I never know when I'm going to go. But then thinking that like, I'm just going to do whatever I want with my day, fill it with things here and there, kind of be lazy here and there. Not really going to do anything. It's like, imagine if that was your last day on earth. Like, like do you want people at your funeral to talk about like how, you know, yeah, they were great. They do. One time they binge watched the entire office in like a weekend It's pretty crazy. He was a a good guy.
4: I don't even know if that's possible.
0: (laughs) Or, Or like do you want to be that type of person that people reflect on your life as an example of living for Christ where your work ethic is just constantly trying to do something for the kingdom. Like working hard and not like overworking yourself and burnout and like being a workaholic in the sense where you do it just because you feel like you have to. But like whatever that person did. They did it for the glory of God, and they pursued excellence in that. They tried to do the best they can with every single thing that they did. Like even for myself, yo, when I worked at Subway, I took pride in every sandwich that I made because I was a sandwich artist.
3: You worked at Subway. (laughs) Yeah, it was my first job.
0: You remember my days at Subway? But like, if we can't like take pride in the little (gasps) things and like pursue and do them with excellence, like how
2: do we expect to do that with the bigger things? That's what I wanted to bring up, and I'm glad you transitioned to that because I was gonna play the devil's advocate and ask like some people are probably thinking and i think about this sometimes too like what's like why is it so bad like why are we putting so much emphasis like some days i just want to come home from work and just watch football like why is that really that bad like (laughs) some days i do that but like it's also like some days i'm gonna come home and instead of you know conversing with my roommates or you know, reading my Bible or spending time with the Lord or doing, you know, going to life group. Like I'm, I'm rather, I'm going to watch Netflix on my phone or I'm going to play video games. Mm -hmm. Like, why is that such a bad thing? Like, isn't it just like, it's just, it's really not that bad. I'm resting. Right. Like, and I think the best answer to that is like what you said, like, um, you know, the Lord trusts us with these smaller things. Mm -hmm. And like, if he can't trust us with those smaller things, um, like in the parable, um, like of the servants, like he, he can't trust us to do the big things that actually matter. Not that the small things don't matter, but like, um, like if he can't trust you to get out of your bed in the morning on time and to go to work and work heartily for the Lord, then he can't trust you to go preach the gospel to somebody when that opportunity provides itself. Um, which is huge because how often are we like, oh man. Really, really want to look good. I really want to go to the gym, but I'm gonna not do that today. Like, I just don't feel like it. How often? Mm. How like if we actually listen to our feelings, like a hundred percent of the time, we wouldn't do anything. Yeah. Like at least myself, like, I would never go to the gym. I would never eat healthily. I would never go to work. <laughs> yeah. Like, I wouldn't do any of these things because I don't feel like them. Yeah.
3: Well, our generation just has. <laughs> It's hard because we're told you need to rest and you take care of yourself. So like, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm I'm saying Mm -hmm. there is a problem in the world of like, oh, I like really want to like come home from work. You're tired. And all you want to do is take a nap, but you know, you have to do an assignment or like whatever it is, but you're like, well, I need to rest though. So I'm going to take a nap because we're constantly told Even by our professors, rest up, like take time for yourself, self-care, like whatever it is. Um, Like homework is due on Sunday. That's supposed to be Sabbath. Is it? No, because nine times out of 10, everyone waits to do their homework on Sunday Mm
1: -hmm. because
3: that's when it's due. Um, So yeah, I just wanted to say, because you were like, if we listen to our feelings and it's hard because my whole profession is about emotional like agility and like listening to your emotions and knowing what to do about them, but listening to them, like your emotions can be false.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that just ties into perfectly how when we think about self-care, mm-hmm. like most of the world doesn't think of self-care the way that like a Christian should. And well, that's why there's a big difference. because I think most
2: Christians don't believe self-care is that's like, what, I'm what saying. it should be.
0: Like that's what I'm saying is that like from a biblical perspective of what self-care is versus what the world says self-care is are like two completely different things. You can do an episode on that hundred percent. Like Jesus, Jesus is where we find our rest. Like Jesus fulfilled the Sabbath. The Sabbath was a foreshadowing. You mean my
3: avocado face mask isn't me finding rest?
0: Uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You mean my
3: coffee body scrub isn't enough?
0: Yeah, literally. Like we think that rest in this sense is like sitting down, having a glass of wine, (laughs) having some ice cream and watching a TV show. You know what I'm saying? But like true rest is abiding in the spirit. Like it's, like the holy spirit that is our helper in those situations like i think
2: yeah go ahead yeah, i think just to for some, cuz some people are probably upset at this um, and i agree like a, a avocado face mask by itself is not going to give you rest and it is not enough mm. but just to make it clear like you can do that and find rest in Jesus. We're not saying like it's one or the other. Put
3: the mask on and like, read the Bible. But if
2: you're choosing to have a glass of wine <laughs> Tyranny. and have a bubble bath every single night instead of going and having a relationship with Jesus, obviously yeah. that's different and that is not healthy for you.
0: Right. When we turn to those other versions of like self-care for ourselves before turning to Jesus, that's where it becomes a problem. That
3: can be laziness too though.
0: What can be laziness?
3: Because sometimes people think reading their Bible is a lot of work. No, 100%. so instead they'd rather just turn on the bathtub. So I'm saying and put some if I
2: if I never if I trust my feelings 100, I would 50 of the time I would never read my Bible because I don't feel like it. I don't oh, feel like opening it right. up and reading yeah. it. And, but that's like literally that is literally the most life giving thing you can do. Yeah, <laughs> and, but we don't think of it that way, which is crazy to me. Yeah,
0: and that's because. We live on instant gratification and we desire motivation. We want someone else to do the work for us to get us to the point of being like, all right, I'm about this. Let's do this. Or we want that instant gratification where we want the result now. All of this whole like, you know, diet pills and these programs that are like, it's only 10 days and you're going to lose the weight. Or it's like, take this one drug or drink this new drink and like, you'll, you'll be set. Like it's going to do it for you. you you. have
3: a homework assignment, but like Chegg is only like 15 bucks a month. Like.
0: Literally <laughs> like we, we lack that and we desire it to be this like super spectacular thing every time. And so that's why when we go to read scripture, it's not always going to be spectacular. It's not going to be like God comes out of the pages and all of a sudden like the Holy Spirit gusts through the front door and it's, you know, turns your pages to like <laughs> Ephesians four twenty, and you're like, wow, like the Holy Spirit has like bestowed himself upon me today. Like what an experience in God's word, like.
2: That's not how it happens. <laughs> like very- You know what's crazy though is like that's how most and I don't want to say most. That's how a lot of Christians think is like if I don't get goosebumps when I'm worshiping, or if I don't get goosebumps, if I don't feel God when I'm reading my Bible, then it was pointless. And it's like yeah. we think if those things didn't happen, then God isn't there and God isn't working through you. Yep. Which is not true because then like half the time you don't get goosebumps when you worship or you don't feel God. That doesn't mean God yeah. isn't there. It doesn't mean God isn't working. Mm-hmm. We could do so many podcasts well, on this. That stuff.
3: stems into more though, too. like people that are single and all they want is a relationship is because they just think that every relationship is like, oh, and leads to this and this and this. Yeah. And I'm saying it's the same thing with reading
2: your Bible. Well, everyone,
0: everyone wants to find the perfect person, but no one wants to do the work to become the perfect person. It's true. Like we just Word. want that person to like, be everything for I us. I didn't
2: actually have to work to do
4: that; it just happened. I know. So. you're you're an anomaly to this to the to the um, study. I think I think something I want to say though too is is that like if you're listening to this podcast right now and you're you're like heavily convicted by everything <laughs> we're saying, you were you were born and raised into this lifestyle. Your parents most likely you know gave you an iPhone, gave you an iPad or, or something. Um, Yo, know, yep. Or your grandparents, or yes. whoever raised you. <laughs> um, like, you were raised and uh, basically indoctrinated, I guess is a way you could put it, into this way of thinking and living. And now, Amazon, Netflix, Hulu, everything is created for us to be addicted to that instant gratification, to that laziness, and that distraction on social media. It's easier, I would say, it's easier than really any time in history to be lazy. Um, because you know, you, you don't have to work super hard to make enough money to live and you can go home and you can be on Netflix. You can buy a tub of ice cream. Um, it's super easy. And so it is hard and it takes work and it takes a bit of intentionality and accountability with community to break through those habits that you've formed through years and years and years of growing up. Um, to not have that mindset, that habit of laziness in your life. And so if you're at that point where you're like, man, I am so lazy, like don't get discouraged and be like, man, like that's just the way I am. Like we're all born sinful. Laziness is just another way that sin comes out of our life. And today it happens to be more prevalent than I think it ever has been before because of how, where we live and the time we live. Um, but that doesn't mean that Christ's, can't give you the strength to overcome that um, or the energy um, but you gotta you gotta seek Christ first for that if you want to push through
0: yeah and I would add to that too that like by no means are we exceptions to this case like I battle laziness every single day it's a temptation and like you have to choose to overcome that temptation which comes from abiding in the spirit which is one of the fruit of the spirit Galatians 5:22 self-control like it comes from a daily choice to choose God and to die to our desires every single day. Like that's literally like all of Christian theology basically is like diet to ourselves to live for Christ. And so unless we have that mindset of knowing that it's not a matter of results, it's not a matter of our feelings, but a matter of obedience that like anybody can do it. And as you do it more and more, it does get easier. Like, it, it the, the battle becomes less and less hard. I remember I did a, uh, um, like, no, I did water for a whole month, like, no sodas, no drinks, or any of that stuff. Now, at this point in time, I was in high school and there was a circle K right next to us. So I almost every single day had like a Dr. Pepper or like a Coca Cola that was in one of those, like, a sodi. It was like, yeah, sodi. And like hundred and forty-four gallon or uh, ounces.
2: Gallons, like, <laughs>
0: gallons. Every, every single day, day I
2: drink hundred four gallons <laughs> of doctor paper. <Baby. laughs>
0: I was drinking that stuff every single day, and I was getting a dad bod. It was pretty bad, and uh, I remember going to this this diet like of this challenge. The first week was miserable because every day I was like, I want this so bad, I want this so bad, I want this so bad. The second week I was like, that's eh, not so bad, like. I still want it pretty bad, but like I'm satisfied with water. Then the third week, you're like, I'm pretty good. Like I don't even desire anymore. By the fourth week, you're like never even thought about soda in the last week. And like Christian could say the same thing with going through like this dessert. Um, uh, I still get cravings. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you can still get (laughs) cravings, but like it's way easier to just, It also depends on, like, what your behavior was before Mm -hmm. with, like, that. Like, if last year you ate a ton of desserts, obviously it's going to be harder. But if it was something you kind of did here and there, it's different. But when it comes to laziness and we've built that habit over time, like, obviously the temptations are going to be really strong because... Ultimately, when we're tempted, it's because the enemy knows that we're a threat. Like he knows that there is something that we bring for the kingdom of God and he wants to do everything in his power to make sure we can't do something for it. So like the temptation is going to be hard. It's going to really want to push us. And like, I mean, that's why so many people fail with their goals. I think 40% of, of Americans create new year's resolution goals every, every year when it comes to like January 1st, do you guys know, uh, what January 12th is?
2: When they fail?
0: They fail, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Open back up. It's literally like National Quit Day. Like that's literally what it's called. I can't remember the exact name, but it's it's something alongs like National Quitters (laughs) Day, because ninety two percent of all people quit by that point in time, or just overall their goals. Like most people quit them, but ninety two percent of all New Year's resolution goals they quit. Only eight percent seem to keep them. Because we live in a society that just wants it to be fed to us. We get over like we we want it fast. We don't want to do the discipline or the hard work, but I think that's to,
3: why in and out and McDonald's exist.
1: Ah, that's so good. <laughs> I it's love in
0: out um, But straight up, I think that, that, that w- the way that we can kind of transition this to, to how we can get better about it is I think first uh, – I listened to a video by John Piper that talked about this. And what he basically said is, and, and he also like acknowledged and I will acknowledge too, that like, sometimes it really like the laziness is less about just a personal choice, but it has to do with like your lifestyle. Like if you choose to eat really bad food and you're not eating, you're not sleeping right, all those kind of things, and you're just tired and you don't want to do the work. Well, it's, it's partially because of probably like your choices of how you like live your life. But outside of that, for the majority of us that really just choose to be lazy and watch the video or not go to, to work out, we make the excuse, I'll do it later, I'll do it later, I'll do it later, but it never happens, you know? Like, we have to, to shift our mindset of our work theology. Like, we have to think differently about what work is and what the purpose of work is for us in our relationship with God for us to at least know the why behind it. Cause it's not just a matter of like, just do it because you're told to. It's like, no, like God explains and teaches us why work is important and why we should desire to work hard for the Lord. Like scripture talks about it all throughout. And so if we can have a mind, uh mindset shift of thinking about work as a curse, as something that's bad, or thinking that like, you know, it's not supposed to be for us when we can shift out of that mindset and start to realize that like God desires us to work hard in all these things and that work is good. Obviously after the fall of mankind work is hard. But like just because it's hard doesn't mean we get to give up or throw in the towel or make excuses or get lazy about it. Like we are called to live up to this potential. And like I said before, we have a limited amount of time on this earth. And so we have to be super wise. And I think we were talking about this with when we were doing our Bible study, we were going through Colossians and through uh, Ephesians. Like Paul talks about most multiple times about making the most of your time. And like we, we have to be so conscious about the fact that we don't know when we go and that like our purpose every day is to worship God and give him glory in everything that we do. Right. And so to shift that mindset of work and to see it in a positive light, that God desires that for us because it is good for us. And then to not rely on the emotions of working hard at it, being like on fire, like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to work hard for the Lord and do all that stuff. Like, no, there are going to be days you do not want to read your Bible. there are gonna be days that you don't want to pray. I mean, days you don't want to work hard at your job. There are days you want to have a bad attitude about it and just work slothfully. But like, we're not called to live by our emotions. We're called to live by the calling of God and what his will is. And so, um, I hope that that is an encouragement to some of you guys out there like it's constantly an encouragement to me when I get to obviously like in leading up to the podcast spend the time listening to other people and pastors and read articles about what laziness is or whatever the topic is that we're talking about but also be encouraged by that and there is a really good sermon by Jonathan Pecluda that talks about laziness really encourage all of you guys to go look it up on YouTube. John Popper, John Piper, John Piper has some pretty good uh, videos John as well. Popcorn. John, John Popcorn has pretty good videos uh, that you can check out too. Um, but like they were an encouragement to me of just remembering some of those key things about how like we have such limited time on this earth and we can either make excuses for the things that we don't want to do or we can choose to like obey what God calls us to do and do it because there is an ultimate reward that will come to us in the next life and like, I care more about the next life than I do about my personal comfort in this life. Cause we desire comfort more than anything. And that's ultimately what laziness is. It's a stronger desire for comfort than it is for hard work and for being pushed in like different areas of life. And so laziness is an issue. It's always going to be a challenge, but I think that like we, we have a shot with like this next generation to really push the envelope of laziness and being able to um, set a new standard for what it means to work hard because it ultimately like to, you know Titus 210 talks about is um, leading and living by that example that is laying witness to others of who Christ is. like like God is a God that doesn't do things half-heartedly like that's not who he is. And so if we can set that example and show like what it means to be a Christ follower and work heartily in everything we do with perseverance, Like, no matter what troubles come our way, like, we get to give glory to God in that. And on top of that, it grows us. If you want to make any impact in this world, it's going to come with discipline. You don't, there's no way around it. It's just inevitable. So you just have to face that. What? That
3: was a hiccup. I'm sorry.
0: Oh, that was a weird hiccup.
2: (laughs) I think to close it out, the most important thing, I think, with all this is, like, obviously, you have to give yourself grace, you're not mm-hmm. gonna. You're not gonna do perfect every day, Dang it. or any day. You're not gonna do perfect. <laughs> but the biggest except thing, Connor because he's perfect. Yeah, exactly. The biggest thing though is like knowing that like we're as Christians, we're called to to be more like Christ every single. We're called to be sanctified every day, and so I think one of the biggest <clears throat> indicators of la- laziness is like contentment and not that like you're you're content with like who you are like in christ but like content with like i'm not going to be, be any better like today than i was yesterday like i don't want to improve at all mm-hmm. like that that it right there is laziness and so like i think it's uh atomic havocs uh mm-hmm. james clear who mm-hmm. talks about like one so, yeah. percent like every day yep like you don't have to do an incredible life change every single day but like be one percent better more sanctified, allow Christ to work through you more every single day, and laziness will become less and less um, of a sin in your life.
0: Yeah, any last words from you guys? Say something. They're waiting. Words. Oh words.
2: Okay.
3: I, I don't know. I disagree with what uh Connor said. Um
2: yeah. That's why we're we're getting married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I
1: also just want
3: coffee. I don't know. <laughs>
2: oh
1: my
0: goodness well anyways i
3: think we should do a podcast on self-care though
0: yeah totally um next week yeah just need to go and take care of myself this next week then i'll go and get a pedicure and yeah Avocado eyes, face uh, mask.
3: I think for the next we podcast, we should all have face masks avocado
0: on. That would <laughs> be a good reason to get people to watch it <laughs> on YouTube. Uh, good plug for that. Yeah. Well, anyways, we yes. hope that this podcast was in some way encouraging to you. And if it was, go ahead and share it with your friends. Leave us a review or give us some feedback on what you loved and did not love. If you want to check out our growing archive of other uh, podcasts, you can check us out on obviously Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Uh, but you can also check us out on YouTube and you could subscribe to that and you can check out all the videos for all the episodes we do as well so you can hang out here in the lion's den and you can also watch when Allie is mocking me and when she's (laughs) thinks she's funny but (laughs) ha 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 she thinks she's (laughs) funny but anyways (laughs) we love you guys thank you so much for being a part of this podcast get out there stop being lazy change the world we love you and get some
3: coffee and get some coffee (laughs) (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Okay, bye. (laughs) Peace out. (laughs) Bye. 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 Bye.